Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Vineyard Community Church as we continue on in a series we're doing called Interacting Well. Interacting Well. And uh, this series is, um, we, we came right out of a series we called Developing Well. Um, that was all about the Beatitudes, and the Beatitudes were the attitudes that we need to develop in our lives as we cooperate with the Holy Spirit as citizens of the Kingdom of God. And at the end of the Beatitudes in Matthew 5, it talks about being salt and light. And uh, I, I felt like the best way to um, sort of be salt and light in the world was to talk about interacting well. And, and as I was praying about that, the, the command of Jesus um, to love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength, and to love our neighbors ourselves sort of popped out to me as, as the, the verses that we should look at in talking about interacting. And that this is all about, you know, uh, interacting well with God and then from that interacting well into the world around us. So we've, we've, uh, we've started on this uh, journey. We've, we've looked at the first uh, part of loving God with heart, mind, soul, and strength. We've looked at those four things. We're going to move into the second part of that great command together today. But before we do that, uh, just a few ridiculous little things because this is what I do at this point in time. Um, we, we were, while we were out of town, we stopped at a few uh, different, different malls, and I thought of this. Um, when you've seen one shopping center, you've seen a mall. I don't know. Totally unrelated. The guy who fell into an upholstery machine is now fully recovered. Just thought I'd let you know. It's fully... Acupuncture is a jab well done. That's the point of it. Scripture reading. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for getting us through to this point in time. This is out of Matthew 7, verses 12 through 14. This is the message paraphrase. It says, here is a simple rule of thumb guide for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you, then grab the initiative and do it for them. Add up God's law and prophets, and this is what you get. Don't look for shortcuts to God. The market is flooded with surefire, easygoing formulas for a successful life that can be practiced in your spare time. Don't fall for that stuff, even though crowds of people do. The way to life, to God, is vigorous and requires total attention. And blessed be the word of the Lord. So as I said, we've been digging into the great command of Jesus, Mark 12:30. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, is where we started. Um, I, we talked about the, in that first week, loving God with all our heart. I said the heart was like the control panel of our lives. Week two, we talked about loving God with all our soul, and, and we talked about that being our personality and our emotions. Um, then we looked at loving God with all our mind, and, and you know, I, we, we made the point that the message of the Bible, the cross, salvation, is sound, it's consistent, it's a logical, reasonable, consistent system of truth based on eyewitness testimony, and we had that discussion, and that'll be our discussion again this Wednesday when Mike Edwards comes and, and talks about that book, Gravity, Loving God with All Our Mind. Uh, and, and then last week we talked about loving God with all our strength. And I said that was about living by trying to do the next right thing. Uh, and, and so we, we've sort of been looking at those concepts together over the last month. Now I want to start talking about the second part of this great commandment. Mark 12, 31 says this. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater 
than these. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. First point in your notes is this, how to love our neighbors as ourselves. Point number one, how to love our neighbors as ourselves. Um, this week what I want to do is, is sort of an introduction to the next several weeks I believe about this whole concept because there's a lot of things I want to cover um, in it but I wanted to give sort of an overview or in a practical sort of way to pop into this um, as we kind of dig a little deeper in the weeks ahead because um, I want to talk about you know what does it mean to love ourselves what does it mean to love our neighbors uh, in the process and, and the idea in general is this that that um, no matter how we feel about ourselves, because the idea of loving ourselves, a lot of people struggle with this. Some people um, don't really feel good about themselves. Some people feel, feel you know, more than adequate about themselves. So there's a big range of a, of a whole spectrum of these things. Um, but, but some people, you know, don't feel real good about themselves. And there's something that we'll discuss in, in the difference between um, uh, love is more than a feeling. And, we, and I want to break that down in the weeks ahead because uh, we, we, we often buy into this idea that love is just a feeling and we either, we either feel love or we don't and love is far more than a feeling. Love is a commitment. Love is a decision. Um, and, and so we have to be aware of that in our own lives um, and what that looks like because sometimes we don't feel so much like, like you know, that we deserve things or, or you know, that we, we, we struggle with guilt or shame or we're so badly broken that we can't sort of process and connect our lives and we sabotage things. We, we need to look at all that. But um, and so it's, it's more than how we feel about ourselves. The idea of loving ourselves is, is really as simple as the fact that, that we take care of ourselves for the most part. Um, you know, it, it, unless we're really, really badly damaged, um, you know, at any point in time. You know, if we're hungry, um, we get something to eat. That's, that's one of the ways that we, we love ourselves. We, if we, we're hungry, we'll, we'll generally get something to eat. If we, if we have a need, well, then, then we try and we do our best to meet whatever that need is in our lives. If we're, if we're treated um, wrongly or unfairly, it impacts us. And, and, you know, as often as we can, we try and deal with that and do something about it. Um, and we do these things because we are, in, in fact, thinking about ourselves. It's part of who we are to think about ourselves. It's our nature to walk through life with ourselves at the center of everything that's going on around us. Um, that's our nature. That's really how you do it. From, the, from uh, everything today, you, you can't help this stuff. I mean, from the moment you walked in here, you've been making decisions with yourself kind of at the middle of everything. It's, it's natural. And everything else is sort of outside of that. And, and so, you know, how things impact you, what that looks like to you, that's, that's kind of the way that we process through this life. So at some level, um, in that way, you do love yourselves because you're processing with, with that sort of thing, with you at the center of things that are going on. What Jesus wants us to learn from this um, is, is that when, when we're hungry, um, we need to realize that other people are hungry too. Um, when we have needs, we need to realize that other people have needs. When we're treated badly, we need to become aware of the fact that other people are being treated badly. And, and what Jesus wants us to do is, is in this process of what he's talking about is learn to be concerned about others as we are about ourselves. 
um, that at some level in following Jesus in this manner, um, even though in the natural we're, we're sort of at the center of things and that's going to be there, we need to realize that in the bigger overall picture, Jesus is at the center of things and, and it will shape the way that we move through this life together. But it's a process. We have to, um, we, we come into this thing really self-focused and, and Jesus wants us to be less self-focused and, and, and to incorporate some more sort of other, uh, other centered focusedness, if you focus uh, in, in the way that we look at things uh, and, and in looking at other people. And so this is part of this commandment, uh, this second commandment of loving our neighbors as ourselves. Jesus is saying, look, you, you, you love yourself enough that you do take care of these things and we'll, like I said, we'll expand on that more. And so that needs now to impact you in the way that you look at and, and move into the lives uh, of the people around you. And so our second point um, for today is that our love for people is evidence that we truly love God. Point number two, our love for people is evidence that we truly love God. They're working on it upstairs. They're trying a new system, so there it comes. Love for people is evidence that we truly love God. So we've been talking about loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And, and this, this love that we've been talking about is, is evidenced by our love for others. 1 John 3, 14 says, We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Anyone who does not love remains in death. One of the ways that we know we've actually made this transition um, that we're talking about is that we, we start to care about other people. John 13, 34 and 35, Jesus said this, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this all men will know you are my disciples if you love one another. Love one another. It's repeated three times in, in that little passage of Scripture. And Jesus says, look, this is the way that people are going to know we're actually his disciples. Um, and, and I want you to think about that. This is, this is a big deal. It's really what I want you to think about as we go through the rest of this series. Um, um, people know, will know that we're disciples of Jesus, that we're following Jesus, and in some measure that God is real, be, because that happens, that's evidence to them by how well we love. It's, this is, that's an amazing concept that, that you need to just let really soak into you. This idea of loving well, we've been talking about loving God, heart, mind, soul, strength, all in. This, this is what people see um, as, as really knowing that we are followers of Jesus and that it's a real thing. That's what they're looking for. That's what the world is desperate for. Um, people know we're followers by how well we love. And I just think that concept, if we'll allow that to because sometimes we think it's all sorts of other things. You know, we, we start thinking, uh, you know, it's a bunch of rules that we follow. That's what it's going to be about. It's a bunch of, you know, outward things. But the reality is, how well you love is, is what really matters in this whole process. That's what, what God is working on to change in, in you. Because God is love. He wants us to love like he does. Um, I just did a wedding today. I told you that. I always read those scriptures in, in, uh, in 1 Corinthians 13. Um, when I do weddings, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking. Love is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, perseveres, love never fails. It's such an amazing description of love and, and a description of love and, and that's what we're moving towards. 
And that's what people are looking for. So, so at, at, its, at its core of our lives, what needs to be transformed in us is that we actually start to love well. Love, love you know, in ways that, that we never even thought possible. Caring about people, uh, you know, at, at, the, at the basis of, of how we care about ourselves. Not about how we feel, but, but how, how, how much we do really take, you know, try and take care of ourselves. With ourselves there at the center, that it's bigger than that. And, and this transformation is what needs to take place in our lives. It's, it's, it's evidenced, you know, it's, we, we talk about those ideas of loving God, and that sounds right, you know, all in, heart, mind, soul, and strength, uh, living by trying to do the next right thing, I'm all in for you, God. And now it's evidence that it becomes real to us as we, we take it out and love others well. We need to love one another well. We need to love the world around us well. And, and that's what we're all about. I love the car wash today. Um, we're doing the car wash. These people are coming, and so if you've, if you've never been, you've got to get that they, they drive into this thing, and they have to wait in line, because we're going as quick as we can. We're really, we're pumping out a car in under, well, see, it's 120 minutes, and we did, we did 80 cars. So that's pretty good, right? That's more than one, a min, more, more than one every two minutes. So I, don't, I don't, didn't, didn't do the math, minute and a half. So that's, that's boom, and then boom, there's another one. And so we have stations out there, and we have two pressure washers, and they, they, they pull up to the first station, and the pressure washers hit them, and then they pull up to the next station, and there's, there's like 12 people there with, with um, brushes and soapy water buckets and, and sponges and hand brush, and they just, they just swarm these cars. You can kind of see the people looking like. <laughs> it's just swarm people everywhere, just cleaning that car. I'm getting them this all, and they, it's all soapy. And then it goes up to the next station and there's two hoses there uh, and then we're just rinsing them with a hose, we get all the soap off and they come up to another station and we dry, you know, just there's a bunch of people that swarm over the car and dry it with the chamois and everything. And then while they're doing that, one of us will, once the windows that we need to go to will dry and people generally try and pay us at that point in time because they've been told to wait till the end. And, and that's when we go up and we hand them a dollar uh, and we give them a coupon for, for dinner or breakfast at the vineyard. Um, and the coupon, I gotta, I gotta put the coupon up on the thing sometime. If you've never seen this coupon, it's really cool. It just says on it, free breakfast on one side and free dinner on the other. And then it, it says at the vineyard. And then um, it doesn't say church, it just says at the vineyard. And, and then it, it says things like, you know, um, uh, uh, pasta, salad, live entertainment. <laughs> All free. And the breakfast, it says, you know, eggs and sausage, live entertainment. I love that stuff. So, so, um, so, so we're giving them the, and, they're, and they're, people are just stopped because the, they have a handful of money usually. Some people have a dollar. Some people have 20s and, or they've got, you know, and, they, and, they, and they're just used to that. And I'm, I'm saying, oh, no, no, we don't hear it. It's a dollar car wash. Here's your dollar. And that will stop them for the while. And they'll look at that. And you can see at that point, they generally don't know what to do. And, and I, was, I was telling people today, when they would get stopped like that, I would just say, you know, we're just, because they look at you like, why in the world would you do that? I said, we just want to encourage you today. We're here to bless you. That's what this is all about. That's why, because they're saying, I've never seen this many happy people in line. Uh, you know, they were washing their cars, because everybody's smiling at them. Because you know why? They know that they're encouraging and blessing people. When you do a fundraiser that's a car wash, and, and this kind of heat was really hot today, you would not have had a bunch of happy volunteers. After about 30 minutes, people are out, done. They don't want to do it anymore. And, you know, and, but when you're blessing people, see, and so everybody's, and people, they comment, well, everybody looks so happy. I swear. And, and I said, it comes down to, we just want to encourage you. And some people can't, they can't process it. They're trying to give me money. I'm saying, no, we've, we've never taken money. We never will. You're not going to be the first one. I'm not taking your money today. We just, this is all about you today. We just wanted to bless you. 
and encourage you in the process. And see, see, to me, that's just loving people right where they're at. There's no expectation. We're not asking them to do anything. They're not, they're not having to earn it. We don't know anything about them. We don't know what, what... All we know is they came in with a dirty car. They're leaving with a clean one. And they're, they're thinking, well, that was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. But, but see, people smiling at them all the way and, and just blessing them. People are praying for them as they go. They don't know it, but, you know, they're, they're washing the cars. And we get that little moment of, of, of just connection where we say, well, it's because, you know, God's real and he loves you. And, and here you go. Just, just want to bless you today. Not, not looking for anything, nothing else. And it's one of my favorite things. Anytime we can get out and just, um, just love people like that with no expectations, I think we, we have a huge impact. Because they're so not, like I said, a lot of people have nothing to relate that to that they just got a car wash and a dollar. You can see in their brains, racking through anything they can pull from in their life history that would help them prepare for this moment. And they're just, they're undone. They're like, like I said, that's when they'll ask me that question sometimes. Well, how do you make any money? And I do volume. I just laugh. Just got to wash a lot of cars. And that, and that will even make them worse, you know what I mean? Because then they're just... And then I laugh at him, and I, I'll pat him on the shoulder a lot of times. Say, it's just so good. You know, so glad that you came today, because we just want to encourage people, and we're we're happy we could encourage you. See, that kind of stuff is what the world needs. It, it's why we do those those things that we're doing out there. That that has, we're not, you know, out there pointing fingers at people and telling them they're no good, or you know, we're just out there loving on people. That's what God does. And because once they come to, once they realize how much God loves them, He does all the the stuff. That all the changes that need to be done in us, God does. We just need to get people in, in, in the journey. See, to me, it's all about that. If we can get people on the journey, God, the Spirit of God is... Have you noticed how much better the Spirit of God is at doing things than we are? Have you taken any of that into how... He's really good at stuff. I mean, if there's any change that's going to be done, he's, he's the guy. He's really good. And, and we're really hard to change. I don't know. Well, I shouldn't talk for everybody. But I'm... I, 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 I told you already, I don't like things that, but, but he's so good at it. And that's all he wants from people. That's all we, we, see our whole thing is, let's introduce people to Jesus, just where they're at. Not, not try and get them cleaned up first, but just right where they're at. You just, you know, I can't, I can't change you in my own strength, but I know somebody who's really good at it. And his name's Jesus. And all I got is him. I, I, that's all I can do. I, I, can, I can help you meet him. And then he does everything else. And, and the way that we do that in the world is by loving well. It's what Jesus told us to love people well. That's what he did. We'll talk about that more. So, the best way for us to get started with this is, is point number three. And, and it's, it's living by the golden rule. Most of you have heard this your whole lives. You, you know what the golden rule is. Um, the golden rule is biblical. It's scriptural. Matthew seven twelve. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do for you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So in everything. So this is, this is how we're supposed to live, is this, this golden rule stuff. And again, you know, the great command we're talking about talks about, sums up the law and the prophets. Here's a practical application of doing that. Jesus says, okay, the stuff I'm talking about, loving me, loving others, here's another way of doing it. Um, do to others what you would have them do for me, and you're, you're catching the idea. Just be as you would have them do to you. This sums up the law and the prophets. So love in the kingdom of God is different than, than the love that the world experiences. Um, because 
our society um, has a, in, in place a dynamic that, that you call it different things, but it's basically if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. That's, the, that's sort of the thing in our society that kind of, and it actually is, it keeps things kind of moving on in a fairly normative way. Um, it's there. Um, if you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you. Uh, and, and that's kind of the way things are transacted in the world around us. But as people of the kingdom, we, we have a different standard that we're called to, and it's the golden rule standard, which we're to treat people the way we want to be treated. And what that means is, it's, it's not reciprocal. Um, it's not we wait for them to see how they're going to treat us, and then we treat them back in like. We're to be initiators. Um, we're to initiate love. We're not just to respond to it. We're, we're to initiate kindness. Um, not just to, to wait and see what happens. And so, so we're, to, we're to love others. We're to be kind to everyone, not just the people that are kind to us. And it's a completely different concept than, than most of us are used to. Um, because what we're called to do is to treat people right regardless of how they treat us. And we should be at the, at the forefront of this. We should be the ones treating other people well. We should be the ones at the, at, at the Winn-Dixie lines that treat the cashiers well regardless of how long it's taken or how mussed up things get or whatever happens. Some people get so angry at the grocery store. And then, have you ever, this just happened to me the other day. Uh, and I, 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 anyway, I want to tell you the story. And if, if, if the person shows up, I hope they don't. I, don't. I don't think I've ever seen them before. But there was a person right in front of me, and there was a person in front of this person. And the person who was checking out was using coins. Lots of coins. I'm totally fine with that. I'm, God bless them, they have coins. You, you know what I mean? Whatever it takes. I, I don't care. I've told you before. My whole thing at Winn-Dixie is I don't have to hunt to get this stuff, and I don't have to grow it. I'm just happy. I don't care how long it takes. Because if they get me out of there in a day, I'm still way ahead of the schedule. I didn't hunt for anything, and I didn't grow anything, and there it is in my cart, and it's, it's wonderful. So, so if it takes a little longer to get it, that's okay. So, but but here, I don't know if you've ever had this happen to me. So the person behind this person was not pleased at this transaction because they were really... And they were trying to engage me in their anger. Have you ever had somebody do that? And they're throwing these angry comments at me loud enough for the person in front to hear and everybody else making them all uncomfortable like I'm going to get involved with it and, and then we're going to have like a mob mentality and gang up and this poor person up front is just like trying to you can know, I know she's just trying to feed the kids at home if I could have gotten a little closer I would have just said don't worry about it and toss money but I couldn't get up there without this, with this big anger thing in the middle so I just started to pray and I just kind of looked away and I, at one point I tried to calm the whole thing down by saying well it's okay you know we got and I said that little line well we're not having to hunt for it and he didn't, he didn't care for that and uh, he wanted someone to get really mad with him. Have you ever had? And I'm just like, I, I can't get mad over that stuff. And, 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 and especially, you know, if, when people know um, uh, who we represent, none of that stuff should make a difference. We should always be there trying to be kind to everybody. Because I've, I've told you this before. It's a saying I heard a long time ago. We're just changing God's pocket. He can spend us however he wants. And if he needs us to be a little longer in the life, who cares? Whatever you want. My time is yours. It's, it's not, you know, it's, it's his time. I got, I got forever in him, whatever that looks like. And wherever he wants to use it. And, and so we have to learn to quit getting frustrated. And part of that process is getting outside of that self-focused thing and looking at it differently. 
Fortunately, Jesus gives us a model for this. And, and I'm going to whip through these and we'll pick them up more in the week. But um, here's what he told us to do. Point A, number three, we need to do what he did and does. That, that's how we need to live. John 14, 12. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I've been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. So we're supposed to do what Jesus did and does and uh, we need to start thinking about that. That's how he calls us to live. Little letter B. We need to see what he saw and what he sees. Uh, there we go. Uh, see what he saw and sees. Matthew 9, 36. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. So when Jesus looked at he had just had compassion. He, and he's God. He's got a lot of things going on. But when he sees people, he just has compassion on them. What can I go and, and, and bless people? We need to think like he thinks. Thinks like he thought. Philippians 2.5 Our attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. Um, I, that's a big one I know, but we need to have the attitude that he had in the process. We need to serve as he served or serves. That's little letter D. Mark 10.45 For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Little letter E. We need to love like he loves. John 13, 34, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. He tells us, look, this is how you're supposed to do it. And if we'll do that, it will help us to look at things differently and, and, and to help us break out of that self-focus into an other-centered focus. I'm going to do something. I, some of you have seen me do this before, but there's enough new people here that you haven't seen me do this. Because this is my favorite illustration of... Uh, I have a microphone falling out. Okay. This is my favorite illustration of this whole self-focus thing. You're going to like this. So, but I got to do this. So let's see. Okay. Where's the button? There it is. So this is a picture of you guys. See? And, and I could take time and show it to everybody. But do you know how you would determine if this was a good picture? How well you looked. That's all you care about. You don't even look. I know you can't see it. But I don't, you don't even look at how other people look at it. When you see a picture of you, okay, I could do the same thing over here. But in fact, we'll do it because I want you to get in on this. Of course, you know this thing now. But so if I take a picture of you, oh, that's my finger. That's not good. All you'd see is my finger. There it is. So here's a picture of this group. I know you can't see it. Cause, but if, I, if you sat down and looked at this, all you would look at, I promise you, this is what you would do. You would look at you in the picture. And depending on how you looked, you would say one of two things. That's a fantastic picture. And it could be that the person next to you is like completely unaware and they got red eye going on and like that. And you wouldn't even notice. Look at I look wonderful. That's an awesome picture. Isn't that a great picture, honey? And <laughs> you got to be real careful when you're married. You have to learn to start looking at your spouse in the picture too or you can get in a lot of trouble. Isn't that a great picture? And they're like, Are you, did you look at me? Because then you have to go, no. <laughs> I just looked at me. Look, I look good. Why is it? Because, see, that's kind of how we look at things in life. It's, it's our natural tendencies to just check ourselves out. And if we're doing good, we're good. And, and what Jesus wants to do is take it another level, like a little different. Start looking at other things as well. And that's what he calls us to. But that's good for um, today. If you're watching on television or by video, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. And we'll be back together soon. And if you need anything, go to the website, keysvineyard.com. Check it out. And there's a prayer thing on there. Send us prayer. We'll pray for you. Okay? God bless you.